Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, February 17th. Today on the show, with not a whole lot going on in the sports world or in life in general, with the entire city shut down, I thought we'd bring in a couple of really good experts from ESPN to give us some insight. We'll hear from national NHL writer Greg Wyshynski and his thoughts on how surprised he is that the Nashville Predators have struggled and if they have reached a tipping point in this season. But we begin with Titans beat writer Teron Davenport to give us a thorough breakdown of some of the prospects in the draft the Titans could target, as well as in free agency and the prioritization of the in-house guys for the Titans this offseason. The 440 is brought to you every morning for free by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. The Kingston Group has spent years refining and establishing their process so that they can deliver what they say, when they say, and at the price that they promise. An in-house design team allows the Kingston Group to take the wheel for you and your home from soup to nuts without any surprises. Check out the finished product at buildkg.com and tell me that their work isn't badass. That's buildkg.com. Here's my conversation about draft targets, free agent targets, and prioritizing the in-house free agents with ESPN's Teron Davenport. TD, man, always a pleasure, bud. Appreciate your time. Uh, let's start with the Senior Bowl and some of the guys you saw when you were down there. Who, who are the names that Titans fans need to know about as it pertains to their needs in the draft and guys that you thought impressed? Yeah, that's a good way of asking the question. So many times people say, well, who stood out? Well, there's two full rosters, you know what I mean? So I like how you specify. I think Carlos Basham is someone that you have to look at right away. And the thing with Basham that I like is he's a bigger guy, but he could stand up and rush the passer if you want him to do that. But you talk about uber disruption from like that three or five technique, he brings that 100%. So he's someone one-on-ones, I mean, he was dominating there. His step, he put a Euro step on on a couple of the guys in one-on-ones. It was fun to watch that. Um, another guy is Marvin Wilson out of Florida State. He, I, I actually posted a video of him. Uh, I forget which game it was, but he lined up literally in all four different spots, you know, up front. And you want that type of versatility when you're a, a program that offers so much flexibility you know you want to have multiple fronts that's what Mike Vrabel he loves that so you have a guy like Wilson a guy like Boogie Basham those are two options that could definitely stand out receiver wise it's always fun to watch the receivers right and it's easy to watch them I I think you know a a guy like Demetri Felton out of UCLA would be awesome for the Titans because they don't really have that gadget dude ironically they're guys that you may consider gadget guys AJ Brown and John Smith are all bigger type of players, more physical players, but you can line them up in the backfield and they'll take it to the house. But Felton is a guy who played running back at UCLA, but he also works at receiver. He worked in the slot a lot at the senior bowl, you you know, so he's someone, uh, Dwayne Eskridge, you know, obviously a a guy that, that stood out. He didn't take any snaps at running back, but he was in the slot. Uh, Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma state. I've ranted about him over and over again on Twitter He's another one that was in the slot. Then you look outside, Josh Palmer out of Tennessee. There were a lot of receivers that stood out. And then cornerback, I ended on that cornerback. You know, I really like Keith Taylor out of Washington. He, he was a, a very, very solid corner, always in phase. I love how he works the boundary as far as, you know, using that sideline as a friend. 
and not falling for double moves. They tried double moves against him all week and even in the game, and it just it wasn't happening. So he he stood out as well. So let's take the next step of this question, which is sort of where are the strengths of the draft paired with the Titans' needs and then package that with free agency? So I guess the question is how should the Titans prioritize their, their assets here? Do you spend at, at a particular position in free agency versus the draft? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's it's the edge position, the pass rush itself. That alone will make the cornerbacks better. If you could get pressure and impact the quarterback, and Dean Pease used to always say that, and he hated when you would ask him a question about sacks. He said, I don't care about sacks. I want you to impact the quarterback. Obviously, Dean Pease is in Atlanta now, but uh, that being said, you, you want guys that can impact the, the, the quarterback. And uh, I think you look at, first of all, they need to sign two guys and, and draft two guys. They need to add at least four edge players, period. I don't think it's a discussion. And, you, you know, you look at a Romeo Aquara and, and a Marcus Golden, like that's something that you could do. Trey Hendrickson, Carl Lawson, these are all guys that I think will, will be options for them. Bud Dupree, if you want to go a little bit more towards the higher end. I'm not a big advocate of, of Matt Judon, especially at the number he's going to come in. But he's still in the mix. Draft-wise, you know, I mentioned Basham. You know, you got Aziz Ojalary. Oh, he is so much fun to watch out of Georgia. There's a bunch of guys. Rousseau, who, who's interesting. Uh, Jalen Phillips, another interesting player, a little bit of an injury history. But there are options that they could do. And you could even go to day two, right, with a Patrick Jones. There, there's so many guys, man. Rashard Weaver. We could do a whole show on just the edge <laughs> position itself because it's stacked from top to bottom. And the thing I like about it, especially for the Titans in this case, there isn't that high-end talent, right? There's not Chase Young and then everybody else. There's a nice group of guys at 14 picking at 22. That's what you want. So who do they bring back out of the free agents on their roster currently? You know, it's I've fluctuated so much. It's really interesting because initially I was saying you can't let Jayon Brown go. And I say you can't let Corey Davis go. I see you got to make sure you sign John o. Smith and oh, Desmond King. It, there, there's going to be a, a, a tough uh, decision that, that's going to be made. I would say place the franchise tag on John o. Smith. It's going to end up being Jayon Brown or Corey Davis, probably. But I, I just think the consistency of Jayon Brown since 2018, he's been their most versatile player. This guy, he's a baller, you know, and I have something coming out on him. So stay tuned for that uh, th- this week. So I, I would say John o. Smith, J.L. Brown, or Corey Davis, and Desmond King. That, that's Those are the guys uh, of the bigger names. Now, as far as like lower profile signings, Tyson Rayo is, is a must sign, in my opinion, because you could get him at a reasonable price, and he could give you starter quality reps at, at either tackle position. And we know the Isaiah Wilson situation is, is kind of like you know a dumpster fire right now. And, and then uh, Jack Crawford. That's another one. Low profile signing that I think, you, you know, you look at what he did when they had to get out of that three, four and go more like, you know, four down lineman. He was right there in the mix and, and he, he put it in work. Special thanks to Teron Davenport from ESPN for giving us a few minutes of his time. I, I think it's a fascinating look at the assets 
that John Robinson and the Titans have in 2021. He clearly believes this team needs to bring in a gluttony of pass rush options, two in the draft and two in free agency. I'm not sure I disagree. Maybe J.J. Watt is one of those pieces. Who knows? You certainly can get wide receiver talent if you let Corey Davis walk in the draft. It seems like that's an easier place to acquire a piece that can make a difference, whereas maybe you need to use a first-round pick on a pass rusher. Those receivers you can get in the second, third, and fourth round. We've seen that. I don't think you can replace Jayon Brown, so I think you need to re-sign him. It sounds like Teron Davenport agrees there as well. Just wanted to give you guys a quick, thorough look at some of the Senior Bowl prospects, some of the targets in free agency, as well as the priorities for the Titans with Teron Davenport and nobody to do it better than him. Talking with TD is the podcast, of course, and ESPN.com is the website. So as the NHL, the Dallas Stars, and the Nashville Predators canceled another hockey game due to inclement weather in Dallas on Tuesday, that means the Preds will be off again until the Thursday night road trip to Columbus. So I thought we'd bring in Greg Wyshynski of ESPN to give us a sense as to how surprised he and the national media is at just how bad this Predators team has been, and does he believe that this franchise is in fact reaching a crossroads? I mean, I'm, I'm moderately surprised at you know, some of the, the aspects of the team. I mean, like, I don't, I didn't believe the gold hunting would be as bad as it's been. You know, I think the special team struggles for this team are, are fairly predictable. This is a, a reckoning, right? Like, like we've all seen this coming down the pike where a few years ago, this group looked like they were primed to challenge for a cup because of the age of the core and the fact that they had so much cap flexibility, yada, yada, yada. And then it hasn't come to pass. There's clear regression on the roster. And, you know, the idea that maybe it's time to kind of rethink this a little bit has arrived. Special thanks to Greg Wyshynski, of course, of ESPN. If you'd like to hear the entire conversation about the Nashville Predators, what they should do, and their chances to get back in the postseason, please check out the Gold Standard podcast from the 440 Sports Network out every single Wednesday. That's today. It is out right now with the Athletics' Adam Vingan and myself. Please share the show, rate, review, and subscribe. I promise you will not be disappointed. Spicy Adam is the best Adam. The 440 is built every morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. I've told you about who they are, and we've talked a lot about how they work. I think I've said the word alignment like 300 times. But why have we partnered with the Kingston Group? Because they value their clients the same way we value you, the audience. And it's why they found as much success as they have, by being thoughtful, analytical, and loyal. Check out their work at buildkg.com. Trust the process, folks. That's right, trust the process. Check out the website, buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media. Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.